Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. If you go live into a Facebook event, anyone that RSVP'd for that event will now be able to tune into that show. Whereas if you don't go live in the event, if you go live on your business page, you have to link the event to your business page. So it's like another extra step. If you're thinking about it from like a marketing perspective, if it's just the event, they get the notification on their phone, notification on desktop, and they're already there. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by the fabulous Stephanie Liu. We're going to be talking about how to broadcast to your Facebook event, not to your page, but actually to the event itself, which is quite intriguing. So I'm really excited to hear from Stephanie in this episode today. But first... Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Before we get on with the show, a quick reminder about this amazing giveaway I'm doing at the moment in celebration of my 100th episode of this show. All you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash giveaway and comment on the video there and you could win up to $15,000 worth of live streaming gear, tools, equipment. It is amazing. So just go to confident.live forward slash giveaway. The deadline is the 3rd of February, 2021. And there's going to be a big 100th episode with loads of prizes and exciting stuff going on on February the 4th. So let's get on with the show. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, and welcome to episode 93 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. In today's show, we're talking about how to broadcast to your Facebook event. When the podcast comes out, the show notes for this will be at iag.me forward slash 93. So you've got a Facebook profile and a business page, and perhaps you've got a few Facebook groups, and maybe you broadcasted live to some or all of those places. But, so this is a question for you, if you're listening to the podcast, watching live or the replay, have you ever created a Facebook event for your live shows? And have you used that to promote it? Or have you actually 
ever broadcasted live to your Facebook event directly. Did you even know that you could do that? Well, in today's show, Facebook Live video strategist Stephanie Liu is going to show us how and share the strategy behind it. So that's very exciting. And if you've just joined, just to let you know, if you want to be notified for next time we go live, if you're listening to this podcast and you'd like to be involved in the live show, all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash subscribe, confident.live forward slash subscribe. Well, it's time to bring in my first sponsor of today. It is Restream. I use Restream for all of the shows that I broadcast to. It is the complete multi-streaming suite for entrepreneurs. With Restream, you can stream to multiple platforms all at the same time. And they have a plethora of destinations, including LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, Periscope, and so much more. So what you can do is you can stream from a tool like, if you're feeling geeky, OBS Studio or vMix or Ecamm Live. And if you stream directly from that, you stream directly to Restream and that will take care of all of that multi-streaming for you very easily. Or you can go to Restream Studio and this is gives you the ability to stream directly from your browser. It's really easy to use. You can have up to nine guests on your screen. You can highlight comments. You can do loads of really cool things very, very easily. But they don't just have that. You have the ability just to stream. That's great stream to all those different destinations. But if you can't engage with your audience across all those different destinations, it's a bit of a problem. Well, with Restream, you don't need to worry. You can you can basically engage with all your audience through the chat feature here. So in this Restream Studio or in Ecamm Live or whatever tool, you can see all the comments across all the different platforms and highlight them on the screen, which is awesome. They've got a scheduler, which allows you to stream your pre-recorded videos live. And don't forget the analytics, which is cool. This allows you to see how you're doing, to see your stream metrics. So to find out more, all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash restream. That's iag.me forward slash restream. And they have a free plan and some paid plans. And I thank you, Restream, for sponsoring this show. Right, let's see if the tech is going to work today. We've been having a few issues with Ecamm Live today. It's, I'm using the, the beta version of it, or the beta version. So, introducing Stephanie. Stephanie Liu is a live video strategist for brands who want to go from unknown to unforgettable. Her work has been recognized and awarded by Forbes, PR Daily, and Forrester. She is the host of Lights Camera Live and co-author of The Ultimate Guide to Social Media, published by Entrepreneur Press. It's time to bring Stephanie on the show. Where's the button? I need to find it. Hey, there we go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, it's too. It's, it's, it's that is the best sound effect ever. Kudos. It, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> It goes on a bit long, but well, not for you, of course, because we, we there can never be enough applause for you. So thank you, Stephanie. It's been great. Great to have you here. I just want to bring in some, I'm going to change the scene now. So let's see what's going to happen. Is it going to zoom? Is it? No, it isn't. That's great. So just to say hello to some lovely people here. So just uh, Mike is here saying, Ian and Stephanie up close personal. We've got Sasha Lidyard is here. So Sasha was on last 
show. Talking about Facebook Messenger Bot, she's awesome. She is the brains behind my Facebook Messenger Bot. Looking forward to this, as have a few clients now using events for their live broadcasts. So we talked about this, uh, Sasha, so that's great. Mike is, um, thank you, Mike. We always need a mic, don't we? He's saying, this is great. It'll all be fine. And we've got the fabulous Katie Simpson is here saying, hello, yay. So awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. So if you have any questions for myself or for Stephanie, we could talk about so many things, Stephanie. We were talking about this before. There's so many different things, topics that we could talk about. But we decided, or I decided on Facebook events because I know that you've written, you you just, you, you talked about this a while back and it just really piqued my interest. But before we get onto yeah. all of that, how did you get into all of this live thing? Oh my goodness. I'm going <laughs> to put on my glasses because... <laughs> Put on the specs. So for, um, for podcast listeners, Stephanie has just put on some rather fetching glasses. But you you are yes. you are suffering today. Probably before we get that, we should we just should say that you have been suffering. So let, let's I, I need to have some I need to have some very sad music at this point. But I don't <laughs> have any sad music. A tiny violin. Yeah. Let's do the tiny violin. Yeah, I'm suffering from allergies right now. And so Every, anything that's bright, I can't, like my eyes start to water. I had LASIK. I don't know if anyone has, has ever had LASIK surgery before, but I had mine about maybe five or six years ago. But any bright light that goes directly into my eye, just ah, the waterworks happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a bit scared about having laser surgery. I, I don't know. It's, but, but I always oh, zoomed in again. Oh, dear. There we go. So if you're listening to the podcast, it just what tends to happen is when, when I change the scene, it just zooms into each of us. But never mind. So yeah, you're suffering a little bit, but thank you so much for for bearing with all of that and coming on the show. <laughs> but yeah, you're, so you're dialing in from San Diego, which is one of my favorite cities. I go there every year for Social Media Marketing World. And of course, we, we that's where we first met. I think it was, I like to think it was 2016. I don't know. Can you remember? 2016. Yeah, it had to be 2016 because when I first started live streaming, I was playing around with um, OBS Studio. Mm. And the only time I could really... When I was searching for things on how to use OBS Studio for live streaming, the content that was really out there was only for gamers. Yeah. And so I had to hang out in a lot of forums. But back then, that was one of your courses was OBS Studio for live streaming. And so it was really cool to see how you put it together and then how I could mix it up and have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's, that's one of the things that I love about all your content. You just have loads of fun with it. It's not, you know, yes, you give a lot of value, but you have fun. And I think that's so important with live video that it's not all serious, you know? So how did you- how It's did not, you... we can't be serious right now. <laughs> so how, how did you get into this? Because before we, we started recording for the podcast, we, you know, you were saying that, you know, you, you, you were doing social media, you've got social media agency and things like that, but you, you do a lot of other things. I know you do this NLP. And so I'd love to know how you, give us a bit of your background, how you got into this mad world. Sure. And, and also how you, all these other things that you do, how that- Kind of, you bring that back in. into what you do with with live video. Yeah, well, it's it's funny because my background is actually in PPC, so paid search advertising, as well as social media. I have about fifteen years of experience ad agency, so working with big brand names like Nike, Sephora, and Clinique, and it was fun. It was fun. We worked definitely a, a lot of long hours probably 40 plus hours a week, but that's the norm when you're working in an agency. But it wasn't until 2014 when my husband and I realized like, hey, you're pregnant. <laughs> We're <laughs> pregnant. 
And that's when I had to make this conscious decision of, well, if I'm going to bring another human being into the world, I, I want to be present, right? And so I decided to make the courageous leap of leaving the agency world and starting my own consulting. And that's when I realized, okay, I didn't realize a lot of people were calling themselves social media strategists without having the agency background. They're just like, oh, you know, I took a course and now I'm a social media pro. And I was like, oh, wait, (laughs) that's different. And then so as far as like, how can I separate myself from the sea of sameness? That's when live streaming on Facebook had rolled out. And I said, well, I'm going to take this opportunity to make myself top of mind and tip of tongue. And so instead of telling people that I was a social media strategist or a consultant, I decided to show people what my process was and what my framework was. And that eventually grew into Lights Camera Live. Then people were really interested about like, oh my gosh, look at the way that she's using OBS Studio. Thank you, Ian Anderson Gray, for being one of the early people that I would reach out to and ask advice on how to get that up and running. And then eventually Lights Camera Live became its own brand in and of itself because old clients and colleagues were all wondering like, well, how do I launch my own show? And Lights Camera Live became its own show. And then eventually that led to speaking engagements where Ian and I got to see each other at Social Media Marketing World. (laughs) And eventually people were asking now like, okay, how do I become a speaker? And that's where the NLP stuff really comes into play. That's interesting. So NLP for people who haven't heard, I mean, let me get get this right. It's (laughs) neuro-linguistic programming. So so, so it has some, some people are a little bit suspect about it. Some people think it's a bit, Ooh, and but but I think there's a lot of positive stuff about it as well. And I, I'm fascinated by NLP and the way it's it's a way of kind of in a sense rewiring your brain. Or t- tell us a little bit about NLP and how that how you got into that and how that yeah you bring that back into what you do. Of course. So the way that NLP plays into what I've done is that, again, because I was on the ad agency side of things, I was on the pitch pitch team, which means whenever our agency had to win new business, you got to send in the A team. And in order to be on the A team, you had to know how to present, how to instantly build rapport with clients to share your ideas and be brilliant in the boardroom. And so we had a lot of presentation training. And in our presentation training, we learned a lot about NLP as far as understanding what our client's communication style is like and how we can use that to our advantage. So that way, when we're sharing these ideas, our clients can instantly understand what we're trying to say. So some people are fast talkers. Some people are very slow talkers because they have to feel as if like, okay, does this feel right? You know, does it feel like it makes a lot of sense? All of that good stuff. And so when you learn how to communicate more effectively, that helps you win more pitches, right? And so that eventually helped me out as far as launching the live streaming show, because if you look at like a run of show, you're always looking at like, well, how do you captivate an audience? How do you bring them into the fold so that way they're interested from beginning to end? That then later on spurred into speaking engagements, right? Because we all know that you can't just go on stage and have a a slide on there and just go, okay, and then read everything that's on the slide. You have to be able to mesmerize the audience. And so a lot of that is being able to read a live audience, right? Know that they're like engaged in the story with you. And that has really translated very well as far as live streaming, because you and I both know, I mean, just the name of your show, Confident Live. Most people, when it comes to live streaming, isn't 
it isn't necessarily always about the tech. It's actually about the confidence in trying to understand like what lights them up inside and finding the value for why they're doing what they're doing. Mm, that's that's fascinating. If anyone looks, anyone watches your shows and they see you, you know, you always come across as really confident. You have fun and everything. But have you always been confident? And and just tell us how you kind of because. You, you talked about the NLP really helped you. But in terms of the yeah. first time you get in front of the camera, was it quite a scary thing or did you find it quite easy? I'm just interested behind the scenes, actually, what's happening in your head when it comes to live video yeah. to begin with and now. I, yeah, I would say the very first time I started live streaming, it was very much of trying to be perfect, right? Trying to nail down the script the very first time. It was focusing too much on the words of trying to say it correctly and then when I started to learn more about NLP, which is really about like how to get into a confident state, that's when I realized that people aren't really focused on the words that you have to say. They're more interested in how you make them feel, right? Like when you walk off the stage, when they end the show, do they have those happy brain chemicals as, as if they've built a relationship with you, as if they know you a little bit more personally than they would just by reading, you know, a blog post or an article. So now these days, I mean, there's a whole ritual, I would say, when I want to go live, which is really, I listen to my favorite music, right? Like the, the music that you listen to when you're getting ready to have like a romantic date with your significant other, or you're about to see your good friends. And I have the lighting to really just kind of spark that, that fire inside of me and that passion. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole entire ritual that I do. And something that I learned from you, Ian, when we we're at social media marketing world is that you talked a lot about like warming up your voice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's certain things that I do now that I didn't do when I first started. When I first started, I was like, okay, post-it notes need to memorize everything. And it wasn't like post-it <laughs> notes, bullet points. It was post-it notes, paragraphs. Yeah. And I think a lot of us these days kind of made a huge departure from that. Where it's like, what are the three three points that we want to share. Love that. So it's, you know, you talk about the run of show and I, I love your your emphasis on, on the run of show and you've got this, is it like a template or is, what's it called? The run of show maker. Tell us that it's a script maker. That oh you've got. yeah, it's the, it's the video script maker. Mm. And it was one of those things when I realized, oh my gosh, every show that you and I have to do, yeah. there's a new opener that we have to do, a new tease, a new way that we have to shout out the sponsor, what questions we want to ask. And so it's this really cool Google Sheet where you go in there and you just, with a tick of a button, it will randomly give you a new opener, header, teaser, how to introduce your guests, and then a sign-off. Yeah. And so it's nice in the sense that you don't always have to continually write yeah. it. And whenever you're writing your promotional material, you already have it pretty much squared away for your Facebook event, your tweets, your emails, all of that stuff. It's, I think it's, it's great to to have that and, you know, have that focus on creating that run of show. But it's not just the actual show. I love what you said about the ritual, what happens beforehand. And yeah, I'm a big believer in warming up the voice, but it's the other things, making yourself feel good. I always like to get my clients to start with a smile, have 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 some fun. And so maybe, yeah, listening to some music, have a little dance. I know our friend, Luria Petrucci, she does a lot of dancing before her live shows. So it could be with something like that. But... I mean, this is the problem we've got, Stephanie. We we could talk about so many different things, and, we, and but I did want to talk about how you got into this. But we should really get into into Facebook events. But before we do that, I'm just we've got some 
lovely people watching live. We've got Katie Simpson is saying, oh, poor Stephanie, hope you feel better soon. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there, hopefully. Sasha says, uh, yes, lasered in just the one eye for me, but I, I just get the odd twitch. And Mike Aww. is a big fan of your glasses. Well, I assume they're your glasses, Stephanie. He hasn't said anything about my glasses. These are new glasses, by the way, Mike. Come on. I want some love from, from you. Uh, the, <laughs> those glasses are fetching nice. And uh, Mike says... I have learned so much from Stephanie regarding communication and just thinking overall. Uh, and Mike's given a link to your to your video script maker, which is awesome. So let's talk about Facebook events. So just for people who maybe aren't familiar with this, you've got your Facebook profile, you've got your Facebook page, and then you've got Facebook groups. I think most people are going to be familiar with that, but there is another type of entity, that's the point of the right word, and it's called a Facebook event. Tell us more about what that is and how we can use a Facebook event to promote our live shows or live events. Oh, that is such a great question. So Facebook events are usually where you're looking for in-person events or even online events. So what used to be IRL is now URL and people can search for it in a Facebook event. And so there's lots of things that are happening on there. I personally use it to promote a show. I've seen other people, like let's say Mike Alden for the Agora Pulse Summit, they'll actually have um, events for their virtual summits. And the thing about this that I don't think most people realize is that in these Facebook events, millions of people are searching for things to do. And so you do get a notification as far as what's happening around me, even if it's a virtual. And so it's a great opportunity to promote your show in advance, get people buzzing about your show before your show actually even starts. Cause you could say like, Oh, Ian and I are going to be on this podcast and we're going to be talking about live streaming events. What questions do you have? So then you know, you could crowdsource questions into the event and let people know, Hey, I will answer your question on air live. So make sure that you're there. What's interesting now though, is that you can go live into a Facebook event. And so Ian, you, you'll have to let me know if I'm getting too nerdy with this, but if you go live into a Facebook event, anyone that RSVP'd for that event will now be able to tune into that show. Whereas if you don't go live in the event, if you go live on your business page, you have to link the event to your business page. So it's like another extra step. If you're thinking about it from like a marketing perspective, it's a two click process. You go into the event. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm supposed to be attending this event. Oh, where's the link to watch it live? Then they go into the live broadcast. Yeah. Whereas if it's just the event, they get the notification on their phone, notification on desktop, and they're already there. That, that makes sense. And, and Facebook at the moment are kind of, they like us to click a lot. So we've got these annoying so announce, announcement <laughs> posts. So if you schedule your Facebook lives, you get posts that says you're going, you're live. And then you have to click on that to actually get, it's just like ridiculous. So let's not talk about that. With the Facebook event. So let's, before we get on to actually how you can stream to a Facebook event, I think most people have probably used events for either like a virtual event or a physical event. And they may have looked into the ability of creating an event for their live. This, it seems like quite a lot of extra stuff. So tell us a little bit of how you would do it. So would you, say for example, you've got a live show in two weeks time, you can only schedule your Facebook live a week in advance. Do you tend to create your Facebook events before that, you know, in, in advance? I mean, tell us a little bit more about how you actually do it, how you actually create your event for your live videos. This is Ian asking very nicely, Stephanie, what is your strategy? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, to your point, you can't li- you can't schedule a live stream seven days, mm. more than seven days in advance. And so I generally create the Facebook event at least a week ahead. And within that Facebook event, I go all out. That means I have a neatly designed Facebook header that I use easel for. And then I go into the description and I, I'm very detailed as far as like, what is the show about? Why should you tune in? These are three things that you're going to learn. And if you can't tune in, right, then this is where you can find more about me or my guest by going into their bios, right? And then once the actual event is created, that automatically creates the event on my Facebook business page. So that's like the first notification that gets out there. Then I also know who my loyal viewers are, people that will show up week after week on whatever platform I'm on. And I say like, hey, do you want to be here? Then I invite them. And what's great about that is that you have this word of mouth marketing where they're like, oh, great. Stephanie has this upcoming show that's happening. I would like to ask this question of X, Y, and Z. So over that seven day period, I'm cultivating that audience. I'm like, oh, well, what else should I add in the show? What are some other questions that you have? And that gives me a great opportunity to use Ecamm to show, like I could take a screenshot, show that on the screen, like, oh, this is a question that Ian has and kind of go from there. So usually that event, I will promote it on social media. When I actually have the scheduled event, then I could drop it back into the event itself and direct people back over to the business page. So it's a lot. You know, I would say for for someone like me now who's juggling homeschooling and working and managing three businesses, that's a lot to do, which is why I like the idea of live streaming into an event. But as, as Ian and I will tell you, in just a bit, there are pros and cons that you should be mindful of. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And thank you for sharing a little bit of your strategy there. And I know it's very cheeky of me, but it's just interesting. <laughs> it's interesting to know how you do it. Because And the other, the one other advantage just to say about Facebook events is you can't promote like an ad. You can't boost or promote a, a Facebook Live but you can't you can do that with a Facebook event and that's a big advantage Correct. which is which is great and also you can invite your you can invite your friends and fans and all that kind of stuff which is which is great as well so i i think that that's all that's all really good stuff but when it comes to then uh, oh and the other thing yeah the other thing of course is uh, facebook messenger bots so it you can only get a bot in play a week before on page. yeah if, well for example on on your business page but you can only do that a week in advance with a live, because that's as as much as you can schedule on a Facebook Live. But with an event, you can schedule it further in advance. So I'm thinking for my, I've got my 100th episode coming up in December. I can't create the scheduled live for that yet, but I can create an event and I can create a lot of, uh, you know, stuff about and promote that right now, even though I can't actually schedule the live. So um, we've we've got a question from Katie. Before we get on to ask you how the question on how we actually do it and the pros and cons, so let me just put this up here. If I create an event for my f- private Facebook group, is there any way to also stream it into my profile or page? I guess using Restream. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> there we go. So you, I think you answered your own question there, Katie. But yes. Um, so Restream, I've talked about Restream earlier. That's a way that you can multi-stream to all these different channels. Um, and Sasha, it says, I definitely use the bot with the event and create a share link for the event within the bot. Thanks, Sasha. We need to chat, Sasha, about my um, my 100th episode so we can sort it all out. Um, awesome. Yeah, I was, I was even thinking for you, Ian, with your 100th episode, 
What's nice about that is as you get people RSVPing for the event, you could reach out to your sponsors and say, hey, look at how many people are interested in showing up live mm. for my next live broadcast. Would you want to do a giveaway and all of that jazz? And they'd be like, oh, you have the social proof. And I think that's what's so helpful about it is that in your Facebook event, you have that social proof. Yes. And I don't think most people realize this, but events do actually show up in Google search results. I've seen that a couple of times. Definitely. Yeah. No, thank you for that. And I think we probably, I probably need to do an episode on sponsorship, but that's a great way to demonstrate to your sponsors who obviously they, they want to know that people are watching live. I mean, it's not just the live, obviously, it's the replay as well. But, the, you know, if you can actually prove it, that people are interested by create, creating an event, that would be great. Well, before we get on to talking about how you actually do it and the pros and cons, I think it is time to bring in my next sponsor. Definitely. So this is Content 10X. So Content 10X are awesome. They are all about content repurposing. They are, they will take that one live stream and they will turn that into a plethora of different content, whether it's a, it could be a blog post, a podcast, a video, and they can explode it into a plethora of new platform-specific on-brand content. Now, they can do this for you. They are the complete content repurposing agency. But if they don't, if you don't hire them, that's absolutely fine. They will teach you how to do it through their podcast, their blog, their book, and their toolkit. And they've now got a new service called LinkedIn 10X. Now, Amy from Content 10X came on the show quite a few weeks ago to talk a little bit more about this. I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, or put it this way, I want to be much more of a fan of LinkedIn. I'm not as active on LinkedIn as I should be. And this is one of the, this is one of the things I hear from a lot of people. They just don't have the time to invest in in LinkedIn. It, it's, it's, I don't know, it's seen as yet another network. Well, with LinkedIn 10X, you create that one piece of content, whether it's on a LinkedIn Live, if the LinkedIn gods have given you access to it, or they will, or you can do it as a pre-recorded video, and they will then take that and create lots of engaging content on LinkedIn for you. So do check out Content 10X. You can check them out at content10x.com. They're really smart, responsive, creative, and effective. And if you want to take the stress out of content marketing, Content 10X are the people you want to go to. So all you need to do is go to content10x.com. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Awesome. So we need to, we need to talk about the pros and cons. So let's let's talk about the pros and cons. Well, which way do you think? Should we talk about pros and cons or should we talk about how you actually do it? What's the best way of... I think the best way to to talk through it is what are the benefits? Let's talk about and that. And then we can talk about... Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the benefits and then talk about the maybe the, the difficulties with it and how you do it. So let's start with the... Why, why would you do it? Yeah. So one of the reasons why you would want to live stream into an event is that more, more than 35 million people do pay attention to Facebook events. So this is an opportunity for you where you minimize and you could streamline the actual viewer journey, right? Because once they actually RSVP for the event, you can put paid media behind it, expand your reach, get people to RSVP more, and then you actually go live into the event. This is your opportunity to keep them engaged before, during, and after, right? So it's not having to hop around of like, where is it again? Did they did they pin the, the scheduled live broadcast on their business page, like what's going on? So that's an opportunity for, for you to really streamline your process. As you mentioned before, not people don't have a lot of time. And I feel like live streaming to a Facebook event cuts the promotional effort 
in half. You simply create the button, invite your fans, and then live stream into the event using Facebook Live Producer, which we'll go into a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's at this point that people start to think, ooh, okay, Facebook Live Producer. So what you're saying, Stephanie, is that we can't just stream through it from Ecom Live or Restream. What's going on here? So tell us how we can actually do it, and then we can maybe go on to maybe some of the downsides to this. Of course, mm. yeah. So as you're you're probably familiar with this, especially with your audience, is that if you're using Ecamm or Restream, you could select a destination and then go live to those pages. Well, with the Facebook Live API, you can't actually connect that specifically into your third-party platform. So what you have to do instead is you have to use Facebook Live Producer. Most people don't know this, but Facebook Live has their own web-based streaming platform, which is called Facebook Live Producer. It's a little clunky, right? But it has some advantages in the sense that you can connect it to your Facebook shop. So if you want to do any live shopping, that's an advantage. You could actually show a featured link and people can purchase from it directly. And then you can connect your restream or your ecam into that and still manage your show and have the branding that you want to have. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. So yeah, Facebook Live Producer is, I agree with you, it's a little bit clunky, but do check it out. Uh, it's I think it's like facebook.com forward slash live forward slash producer. And I did a whole show on this. So if you go to iag.me forward slash podcast, I did a couple of shows on Facebook Live Producers looking at the positives and the negatives. And uh, you can you can play around with it. And the, the other thing is you can add polls and questions and things like that. I haven't played around with, with the shop side of things. So I need to, I need to look into that. Oh, yeah. The shop is, is really interesting because live shopping in general in other countries, like in Asia, mm. it's a billion dollar industry. And it hasn't actually really caught on into the U.S. And I feel like this is a great opportunity for live streamers that leverage Facebook. Because now that you already have the attention of your audience, you can connect your e-commerce shop. Whether it's Shopify or your Facebook e-commerce account, you can have that all there. And when you bring up, when you mention like, oh, and here is, you know, Video Script Maker, boom, I can have a link like an overlay that pops up on the screen, both on desktop and on mobile, and viewers can instantly make a purchase from there. Mm. That's exciting, you know? And when you feature a product, that product will actually follow wherever that post is being shared. Really cool. So if you if you want to find out more about that, I'm sure you've you've done, probably written about it and, and done some shows about it, but maybe let me know later and we'll put that in the show notes. But do check Absolutely. that out. It's, it's really, really awesome. So we, we need to leverage Facebook Live Producer. So let's, I mean, what, so what are the downsides with this? Because we do, do we have to, do we have to engage in, if we wanted to stream from Ecom Live or from Restream or some other platform, how do we actually do it? Do we have to get our hands dirty and use the dreaded stream key? Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell us you more do. about this. Yes. And so I love that your audience is, is advanced where they know what the stream key is. Well, they might not know, but we're going to talk about that. Because I think it's obviously important. It, this might sound scary, 
but it's not as scary as it sounds, is it? Is it, Stephanie? We we, we survive. No. We have survived the the dangers of stream keys, and we we've lived to tell the tale. It's funny, yeah. That, that's that's how you know how far back we go with live streaming yes. and OBS. Is like <laughs> we know what the stream key is. <laughs> I think the best way to describe the stream key, it's like the address of your live broadcast. So you could say, I'm going to go live on Facebook. But as you're walking down the Facebook street, you're like, okay, but what's the house number? <laughs> you know, which door do I knock on? And that's exactly what the stream key is. And so when you create your Facebook event and you schedule it, what will happen is that right next to where it says live stream, you could click on a little link that says go live and that will open up Facebook live producer. When you do that, you can see your stream key. Okay. This is really, really nerdy, but Ian will have the notes for you ready and available. So what you want to do is you want to copy the stream key and the server URL. Then when you're in Restream or in Ecamm, you're going to plug that in as like your custom destination. Here's the tricky part. You're going to want to write this down is that even when you go live on Restream or Ecamm, you still have to have Facebook Live Producer open because when you go live on Restream and Ecamm, you still have to go back into Facebook Live Producer and click the Go Live button. If you don't do that, you're not actually live, right? So you can be talking for like a good 10, 15 minutes and you won't know if it's actually streaming unless you're checking Facebook Live Producer. Does that make sense? It, it does make sense. And this is this is the way things used to work. So back in 2016, when we first went live with OBS Studio, you had to create the live video post it wasn't Facebook Live Producer in those days, but, you know, it was similar kind of thing. You'd create it there, but then you'd go into OBS Studio, you'd bung in your stream key into there, and you would start streaming to Facebook. And then Facebook goes, hey, I can see the stream. Thank you so much. But if you want to go live, <laughs> you then have to tell Facebook that you want to go live. So you click that, and then you're live. That's what you're saying, isn't it? And, of course, at the end, you need to press the end broadcast button, end. which might be helpful. You might want to press the end broadcast button at some point. Otherwise, you might be eating your lunch or doing something maybe yeah, embarrassing. embarrassing, which which we don't want. So that is one disadvantage. Now, presumably, if you wanted to broadcast to your Facebook page and your event at the same time, if you used Restream, you could do that. There would be a custom destination and you'd broadcast to your page at the same time. But so it, oh. Well, well yeah, let me add me. something to that. Mm. If it's a public event, when you go live into the event, it will automatically appear on your Facebook business ah. page. So you don't have to use Restream for that. I would say the only reason why you would want to use like a Restream or Ecamm is because you already have like the look and feel of your show, right? Your overlays, your transitions, the, the videos and the screen sharing, that's all the fun stuff that you can do in a third-party platform. Facebook Live Producer doesn't give you all that. It's basically you on camera, <laughs> right? Or you can connect into it, kind of like dialing into a telephone and saying like, I want all of the amazing features and overlays that I've built out for my show in this third-party platform to now appear into Facebook Live Producer. But if you're just vanilla Facebook Live Producer, there's features in there where it's just, the groups, the the polls, the featured link, the live shopping, cross-posting into other pages as well. So there's a lot to kind of decide how you want your run of show to be like. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And the other thing I want to ask you, presumably you can, you don't have to just go live to the event. You can, can you schedule that in, in advance? Can you schedule the event in advance? Can, yes. Can, well, can you, so this is a bit confusing. Can you schedule the the event 
the the live video in the event or is that not what you would do so if you're live streaming into the event they're connected they're right. connected so the event itself will say this is a live stream event so it's not a separate thing i see yeah so it's so if you're going to go live next uh, next tuesday at 2 p.m the uh, the the what will the, what will people see will they see a link or will you will they just see the placeholder for the video? There won't be a placeholder for the video. That's a good question. It's just going to be the event itself. And then when you're ready to go live, you'll click the go live button and then a new post will appear in the event and it will also take over the right. Facebook yeah. event header. That makes sense. But I love that you asked that question because people would think, right, based off of what we do on StreamYard, Ecamm and all the other stuff, is that you would have a placeholder like the announcement post. You don't get that. You yeah. don't get that in a Facebook yeah, yeah. event. So you you would want to share the URL to the actual event itself. There, there was no scheduled video within the event. So I think that's important to, to talk about. So now this is a comment from a question from Sasha who says, with StreamYard, it's easier, isn't it? As you can choose the two destinations ahead of time. So you can certainly do that with with pages. You can, if you could do creating a scheduled a scheduled live on a page, you can't go live to an event from other tools. I think that's what you were saying. You have to use Facebook exactly. Live Producer. Yeah. Yeah. So in StreamYard, what you would do, Sasha, is that you would create a new destination and you would use that stream key that we talked about. So it's not it's not like when you're in StreamYard and you could just choose Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. You actually have to build it. You have to give StreamYard the address to where the party is going to be happening, right? The other thing to be mindful of is that because you're streaming using a stream key, the live API isn't going to feed back into your third-party platform the comments, right? And that I feel like that's what makes it so exciting is because even now, Ian can go in and show Mike Alton's comment, Sasha's comment, and Katie's, which is really nice, right? But when you are using Facebook Live Producer natively, no, no third-party platform, you can't bring in comments. If you did bring in a third-party platform, your third-party platform isn't going to pull in those comments either. So you need to have Facebook Live producer open, restream open, and just you're just going to call out the comments. Does that make sense? You can't actually show it on screen. Yeah, that makes sense. And that is that is another big disadvantage, I suppose. I mean, that, I think I think it's important to look at the pros and cons. And there are pros and cons. There are some massive advantages in broadcasting straight into the events which we talked about, but the downside is it is a little bit more complicated and you don't get the comments. Mm -hmm. And it would be amazing. I mean, one of the advantages, one of the things that uh, Facebook Live Producer is, this is maybe a little bit geeky. We've talked about the fact that you can highlight, uh, you can actually put polls and you can have questions about have your interactivity. You talked about the shopping part. Now on pages, you also do have the ability within Facebook Live Producer to highlight comments. That's inbuilt, but I believe, and you might know this more than me, that it might only be for pages. So you can highlight comments within Facebook Live Producer on the pages, but I don't know if it works for events. I haven't tried that out yet. So Yeah, well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I'm in Facebook Live Producer live streaming to a page, I don't have the option to highlight oh, comments. So you might actually have a new feature mm that I don't have here in the US. Maybe. There would be a first for everything. <laughs> Usually I'm the last person to get things. But uh, there we go. Well, it just shows you you have to play around with with all of these things. Well, yeah. I think we've talked about so many different things there. And I hope we've, I think we have looked at the, the pros and the cons. I'd be really interested to know whether you are looking, wanting to look at 
uh, going live to your event. What do you think about it? I'd really love to to hear from you on that. So, is this something that you do on a on a regular basis? For I mean, how for your for your live show, do you do you create yeah. events? for all your shows and do you live stream into your events? Yes. So I still create the Facebook event for my show, but I do not live stream into the event. And the reason for that is what I was mentioning earlier. Knowing my run of show is built off of the engagement from my viewers. I want to show their comments, right? And so I still do it the old school way where I create the Facebook event, but I link to the scheduled broadcast right? The only time I would really use live streaming into a Facebook event is if I want it to be a paid Facebook event. This isn't something that you and I actually talked about just yet, but you can create a paid virtual event on Facebook. So if I wanted to charge $29.99 for a mini lesson on Facebook live shopping, I could do that. Viewers can RSVP into the event, pay, right then and there. And then I live stream into the event and now they have a live course training without having to go to like Thinkific or Teachable or any of that stuff. I've now shifted from what would be like a in-person course or workshop into online, right? IRL to URL and added the, the, the paying part on top of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So that that's a really good, really good point. So I, I think looking at the pros and cons, and uh, I, I I think I is something that I think for certain situations you might want to do. For, certainly if you're looking at doing a paid event, if you're wanting to do things like the, the shopping and, and, and all that kind of side of things. You've given us so yeah. much to think about, Stephanie. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. And I, I think we need to get you back on the show. There's so many other things. So let, let me know in the comments, if you're watching the, listening to the podcast, just go to the show notes for this episode and let me know what you'd like Stephanie to talk about next time. Assuming you want to come back on the show, you might have had enough. And, and I would love to. I, <laughs> let's do another redo because my allergies were taking over. And so... Well, I would love to do this again. You, you've been awesome. You've been awesome. And uh, thank you so much for, for getting through the, the horrible, horrible uh, allergies. And I hope you feel better soon. So let us know, how can people find out more about you? You've got, obviously, you've got your 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 show. Tell us about your show, uh, what you're working at, at the moment, and, and how people can find out more about you. Absolutely. So I do have a show. I'm the host of Lights Camera Live, where we shine a spotlight on the best and brightest marketers in the industry, which Ian has obviously been on, I think, maybe twice now. <laughs> <laughs> and so you could head over to lightscameralive.com, where you could catch all of the show notes and tutorials, especially things about how to live stream into an event or Facebook live shopping. As far as what's new, I am launching a new show with our good friends over at Restream. I don't know if you've heard about this, Ian, but tomorrow yeah. I'm launching Digital Confetti. Yes. Digital it's Confetti awesome. is share-worthy strategies to sprinkle your content all across the internet. So we will be sharing repurposing ideas. So that way you could create more content without the headaches. <laughs> that's awesome. So that is, that's tomorrow. So that is on, on Fridays. Is that right? Correct. Fridays yes. at noon Pacific. So that's 8 p.m. in the UK, I think, if my... Maths is correct. Awesome. Well, do do check out do check out uh, Stephanie uh, at uh, Lights Camera Live, and also check out that restream show on Fridays. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It's been awesome. Can't wait to have you back on the show. Well, we're out of time, unfortunately. But just to let you know, we're live. I'm live every Tuesday and Thursday for the Confident Live show. Tuesdays in the morning in the UK. Thursdays in the afternoon. 
to be kind to all you US people who I love. And uh, if you want to be notified for next time we go live, all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash subscribe. But of course, don't forget the podcast. The podcast comes out every Friday. So actually in tomorrow's show, this is Laurie Petrucci's talking about how to uh, lean into your flaws. And if you're listening to the podcast at this point, that would have been ages ago. Anyway, never mind. So that's awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It's been great to have you on. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Show.